Hello, everybody. Oh. Welcome to the King of Anime Podcast, the podcast that is now available on Spotify. What? Spotify, you guys. What is that? I never heard of them on Spotify before. It's a platform that is a, a place where they platform, and it's great. <laughs> and you all follow links in the description you guys know you guys i know you already know what i'm gonna say so what about you guys it's say the intros hi i'm everything animated also known as ea also known as superfly ziggity zack what's cracking jumping oh. from the top rope with a headbutt on his opponent <laughs> Uh, what's up, guys? Sasuke Savage here. Tired, but we're going to get through it today. This yeah. is what we call the Sasuke Power Hour. Yeah. Uh, me, me and one of my friends, uh, he pops in every now and again. He's the guy who gives he gives me like $20 every now and, now and then. Uh, trademark S. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> we did like a live stream in like 2013 or 14. And we called it Six Hour Power. And we just streamed for six hours, and I made like a hilarious trailer for it. If I had it right now, I would play it. It's hilarious. Damn. I wish I could see that. I'll find it afterwards. Ah, oh, hey, yeah. Perry's here. It's oh, no. it's the rival. Damn <laughs> <laughs> uh, <so>, you, Perry. <laughs> so I guess let's go ahead and get right into uh, the re-zeros. All right. This episode had uh, plenty of things, like uh, a character's whole backstory in an isekai, which literally uh, never happens. So, yeah. Innovative, probably. This show was almost 30 minutes long. I noticed yeah. that whenever I was watching I saw the time, it said 29 minutes and 29 seconds. Yep. It's like, all right. We're going, we're going in on this episode. We, you, you take, you take it and you turn it upside down, and now it's Wombo. This has yeah. to die eventually. Say, this will never be a thing. Wombo, it's, it, it's like, uh, a thing. it's like a, uh, oh shoot, what was that one movie? Stop making fetch a thing. It'll never be a thing. Mean Girls, that's what it was. Thank you. This is a Wombo episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what anybody I'm... says. With Wombo, oh, oh, a mountain of Wombo peas. <laughs> Why was there so many peas? <sighs> I well, I well, the reason is because they were like, oh, Subaru is very picky about his food, so let's so give let's him a give lot him a of that one food. Of... Yeah, then Subaru was like, well, you eat it, mom. And she was like, no, I don't, I don't like things that are tiny and round. It's like, so you get on to me about being picky, and uh, then they made yeah. peel off, and they ate it all. Like, nobody liked the peas, so I, I guess it was a good idea to cook them. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, just make a mountain of peas, and then just say, well, no one likes them, so we'll just, I guess, mix them in with mashed potatoes or whatever. Uh, it was rice. and uh, I don't know. I was maybe but, half drunk watching this. It's fine. Uh, Mitch says, y'all should place bets on if they play the opening next episode. Oh, they're definitely doing it next episode. Do you, 
I mean, do you think though? Because like, no, no, no. I don't think. I know. How do you know? Because I. Oh, that is rice. You are right. Uh, because I, I am just you know when when you when you know when you've lived as long as I have. At the ripe old age of 33, I'm talking as if I'm fucking old, (laughs) but uh, you tend to know things. It's gone too long without it. Well, I mean, we're talking to Etchy Donut next episode. They have to bring in the intro. Well, yeah, but did they, how many times did they even play the opening in season one? Like five, six? Maybe I can count it on one hand. Probably. Probably. Um, Wolfclaw says, hello, this episode of ReZero was long, but went by incredibly fast, even after reading the source material. This is great. Typically, I can't enjoy something as much as the source material, but they adapted this part of the story amazingly. To which they did. For a moment, I was very worried that they were going to cut out, uh, um, uh, crap, Nalco, Nalco going, yo, Subaru, you want some mayonnaise? Because I was like... That's like one of my favorite parts in the in the switch material. In, a, in a, oh, an entire episode, that was your favorite part. I was gonna say, why that part? Well, like, like all this heartwelt fight moments and all the you want some mayonnaise. It's just so funny. <laughs> like it's just Subaru. Like like his family loves mayonnaise. It's so funny. <laughs> and if you remember, if you watched Me- Memory Snow, uh, Rim. Fills a bathtub up with mayonnaise for Subaru, and then turns into a dog. What? (laughs) What? I didn't need to know that. Well, I was gonna say, (laughs) is this a thing? It's 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 great, and I like how the Sue was on the the cap of the mayonnaise. We haven't even talked about any of like the action. We've been talking about food so far. We haven't talked about what's you know the actual stuff that's happened in the episode. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll, I'll start off by saying, uh, just with Subaru's parents, uh, what they're both pretty wacky, silly, uh-huh. but they also have their they 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 have their connection to Subaru to where when they need to be serious, when they need to have that heart to heart moment with Subaru, they're you know totally up to task for that. Um, with uh Kenichi, I think that's his name yes. in particular. Yeah. He is somebody that Subaru looked up to, wanted to be exactly like, and that's why he acted out the way he did. Um, I won't talk about that in detail yet, but, uh, you know, Kenichi is a very charismatic dude, so I I can definitely understand, like, why he would be, like, a role role model for him. And then when it comes to Subaru's mother, uh, she, she didn't really get as much focus, I don't think, as uh kenichi but uh again we 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 saw her like you said mentioned with the mayonnaise she's very silly but when he when subaru had the last moment with her she basically let him know that she was always watching him and she was way more in tune with who he was than he even thought because she's she knows her son so uh, i thought his parents are were pretty cool yeah now yeah Nako is, uh, at first, she seems very, um, very absent-minded. Like, she's off in her own little universe, doing her own little things, humming tunes, while, you know, eating mayonnaise from a bottle. 
but can I say something? Yes. I hate mayonnaise. There you go. <laughs> there you I, go. I, I I do. I, I sorry. I was just reading it like in the chats or whatever. It's like I like it on my sandwich, and I know everybody likes it on their sandwich, but I guess. I don't know why everybody puts mayonnaise on their sandwiches. It's just really unhealthy. At uh, every, I just oh, it's just a globby, gloopy, nasty thing. I used to love mayonnaise, but now I'm like, I'm like, just don't. I don't. I just it's bad for me. I just. I I'm can't. fine with some chipotle, like anyways, chipotle sauce. And I'm sorry, I'm talking about food again. <laughs> Continue. Yes, yes but uh, Nalco, uh, she seems very uh, absent-minded, off in her own place. But she's actually very like very observative observative of subaru and just things around her which is one of the things i like about her so much and sadly we don't get to see much more of her but uh you know i would i i think that i think that their their parents are just they're really interesting they're kind of like oddballs but you know, well, I'm like they first at first seem like oddballs, but then you kind of get a little bit used to them. You get to know them a little bit more, and they're actually very, very good parents. Like they tried, yeah, they tried quite a bit to help Subaru, and nothing just seemed to work. What I found to be really sweet, it was. Uh... I don't know. Maybe this is coming from the parent perspective oh, myself, yeah. since I am one. Is you're probably crying. Just, oh, I I can relate to the parents quite a bit. When Subaru was talking about how I just wanted you guys to hate me, I just wanted you guys to put me down, throw me out, whatever. What kind of a good, you know, what kind of a parent would want to throw out their own child and whatnot? And I know in a child's mind, they probably think everybody hates me, even my own parents. And what they don't understand is that. Trust me, son. We love you. It's just you maybe acting a fool sometimes, but, you know, we we still love you. And um, I guess what Subaru's back to what Subaru's mother was saying was the whole, uh, I, I notice anything and everything what you're doing, even if I don't say nothing. God, isn't that the fucking truth? <laughs> it's like with my child, they'll be doing something. Like, how do you know? What do you mean, how do I know? You're my son. <laughs> I know. I know what you do, what your likes, dislikes are. I pay attention. I, I mean, brought you into this world. Yes. I will take you out if I deem necessary. And I'll make another one look just like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But uh, yeah, that was just, I could totally relate to the parents and the fact that they were just like quirky and just lighthearted and nice. It's like, I don't know. You don't really get that much. In anime, as far as first, both parents are alive, and both parents are together, you know, and they're not on a business trip over in America or something, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just like, he's got both, and I guess he has younger siblings, because whenever Kenichi was talking to Subaru, she said, "My," he said, "My eldest son." I'm like, Do he has a younger brother or sister that I don't know about." Um, yeah, I've heard that a couple times of like, does he have like a younger sister or brother? And I don't know. Because why would it, why would he say eldest son and not like only son or even only child? Right, exactly. <laughs> does, does Natsuki Subaru little brother version get teleported into another world <laughs> as well? And he's like, what's up, big bro? And Subaru's just like, God damn it. 
<laughs> hey, big brother. Nice to see you. <laughs> Bob's your <laughs> uncle. <laughs> oh, my God. Boy. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Um, it's, it's great. I, I loved... I just love that we're getting a bat. We got a backstory for Subaru. It just never yeah. happens. And no. I, I can't. I've asked people to, to name me Sekai, and I, I think there was like somebody mentioned Gate. I was like, who? Like that doesn't count, right? Gate doesn't count. I don't even know what that is. It's, Never watched it. It's not very well received. We'll say that. But you know, I don't. I, I just. I thought the callback with episode 18 when they're sitting on the bench and Rem's there. Yeah. Wow, that's, she just popped right up on the screen. Holy crap. <laughs> uh, uh, that's that's frightening. Um, She's she, dead. When they, do the, <laughs> when they do the callback to her and he's, and he's talking about there's these girls, one that he likes, one, one that likes him, and he's like, yeah, like I do like a girl. And then he like axe axe kicks him, and I'm like, well, that's that's weird, but okay. And then <laughs> he, I gotta admit that was day. weird. It's a super <laughs> day trope. You gotta deal with it. And then he uh, he says uh, he says like something along the lines of like like you don't have to apologize or something like that. You can make it up over time, but just promise that. You take care of us when we're old, and I was like, "Oh God, Aww. damn it!" <laughs> Aww, yeah, I love that part too. And he's Aww. just like, <laughs> "He's like, oh, you you are such a handful, even now that you're older, Baka." <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is a Cinderella. I didn't even notice that till he just said that. I think um, another another moment that showed us how observant Subaru's parents were was the fact that they both had a feeling that someone outside of them had influence on Subaru to make, make him change for the better, but they didn't quite know what it was. Like, um, his father said something like, uh, this morning, like you, you had a different look on your face. You like look less scary. Um, and then his mother said something that like pretty much was pretty explicit. She said, um, you know, Somebody other than me and your father, you know, has something to do with you. And I also think that's why Subaru's father kept asking, uh, do you have so there is there a girl that you like? Even though um, you know, that led into the whole school thing. I think that was also also a reason why he kept asking that. Mm-hmm. Um when when he introduces Subaru to the old man. Uh, he's like, this here is my pride and joy. Did you guys catch that? What does I, that mean? Subaru, this is like the second or third time Subaru has been m- mentioned as pride. And it's the weirdest thing that keeps popping up. Like, like Belakis hmm. was like, you're the seat of pride or something like that. And then with this, he's like, hmm. Subaru's dad is like, this is my pride Enjoy, and I'm sure did, that wasn't a Stevie Von, Stevie did, Ray Vaughan reference. Did 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 he freaking put emphasis on the pride when he said it? Hey, no, sir, this is my pride. But Enjoy. it keeps it, it keeps <laughs> happening with Subaru, and hmm, uh, in the Frozen that. Bonds OVA, Puck is like, I hate the word pride. So hmm. much pride, 
being brought up. He, he's, he would not like a pride parade then. <laughs> so wow. homophobic oh my god wow <laughs> oh yeah i guess puck is uh homophobic now no uh let's see what else happened this episode i mean there's a lot oh. that happened well going going more to that point where you brought up uh his father saying he's his pride and joy i seen that as like the origin of subaru's eccentric embarrassing overly affectionate behavior because he acts like this a lot with Amelia where he'll go over the top and how he shows his love for her and you can kind of see where that comes from hmm. I mean yeah yeah I agree Um, I just I'm not sure I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm trying to find. You're not sure, or are you not find... trying to say anything? I'm trying. Yes, <laughs> I'm trying to find some words. Okay. <laughs> you know. You know what word you need to find? Uh-oh. Carvana. Oh yes, Carvana. <laughs> <laughs> not sponsored. Yeah. Uh, also, Subaru's pose. Pretty sure he learned that from his dad. Yeah, and you know who his dad learned it from? Uh-oh. Michael Jackson. Freaking oh, knows how to do the moonwalk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're totally right. He, he, fr- he freaking moonwalked himself into his room. And I'll, uh, one other thing now that I'm thinking about it. What's with the... um? What was with Subaru, I guess, like, clutching at his heart, having a attack, but not really? Uh... So the way that I read it in the web novel and in this episode was he has panic attacks. Oh, okay. And that's why he doesn't. That's why he when the when when in the when it hits eight o'clock, he's like, ah, guess I'm too late. Guess I can't go now. And it goes away by then. So that's like his trigger is just the deadline to go to school because he's very feels very guilty about that. Um, but when it doesn't go away, of course, it's something it, that the pain he felt there was not panic attacks. That was something having to do with the trials and his memory. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I just didn't know what that was. Yeah, panic attacks are not fun, by the way. <laughs> not fun. <laughs> Don't do them. He has his father's hair and his mother's eyes. Yeah, the sen- the senpaku eyes of his mom. Which is uh uh I think a a great detail that he like he he's very much he's very much his father in many ways. Mhm. But that that one thing those scary eyes he keeps from his mom. Yeah. As she said, you are half my child after all. And then he said it too. So yeah, the two no, halves of the same person. I like that. I like that in this episode where they were talking about Subaru's like, how can, when he's talking to his mom, like, how can I live up to, to these expectations, basically? And uh, she was like, well, you can be half of your dad. Then you can just be, the rest can just be you. <laughs> and was, by the way, just two moments in this episode where I was like, ah, crying internally. 
because uh, his his conversation with his mother is like the saddest thing in this episode, I think. And it's it's not exactly the conversation. It's the fact they do a flashback to before oh, he gets teleported. Yeah. And it shows him walking out. That was the last thing she said to him. Yeah, it was take care. Oh, I guess and he, he and he never and he never said anything back. Not one thing. And then he he took advantage and he he, he said it this time. Didn't yep. want that moment to pass. Yep. Uh, and it's true. Sad. He's never going to be able to come back. As far as we're aware, yeah, he's never going to be able to come back unless he figures out some way to do so. So damn. Yeah. It's it's very sad, and and the whole conversation of like it where uh, Nako was like doesn't matter what happens in the in the beginning or the middle, it's it's what what matters is the end, and he he said so. It doesn't matter what happens as long as the ending the ending is good, right? And she's like, no, no, that's not what I meant. Yeah, I I, I took that as like. <laughs> Like Subaru very much throughout this, the entire series of ReZero has been kind of like a the ends justify the means type of person because he will go through extreme measures. He's killed himself basically to change the outcome of, you know, uh, stuff happening that he did not want to happen. So uh, that I guess that was just her way of like, you know, kind of chill. Right. Yeah. I noticed um, uh, this whole episode had a foggy haze and foggy outline the whole time. Right. Why do you, I, I know, I mean, you can pretty much easily theorize what it is, but what do you guys think that is? It's probably him, like, taking the test or whatever, and he's, like, currently sleeping or whatever, kind of like Amiria is. Amiria. I love, Amiria. I love calling her Amiria. <laughs> yeah. That's my guess, because I, I wouldn't assume that he would be in there. But it, it's a test that he's taking, and he's facing his past. So that's him currently taking the uh, the, the test, shots. I believe. That's what I think it is. Um, Which shit? Yeah, and then we see Echidona at the end. Opens the door, like, "Yo, what's up?" How you doing? Want some, want some soda? Want some fucking tea? I thought you were gonna say want some fuck. Want <laughs> some? Want we're... some fuck? <laughs> I, I thought that's where we were going. Well, you know, she probably would. It reminds me of a thing Cedric sent me one time oh, on Lord. Twitter, and I was like, uh, I will, I dare not repeat it here. By the way, Cedric, you know, just came out with a uh. Uh, a dojin of, of Echidona. It's, it's of the lewd kind. You can yeah. follow him on Twitter to find that. No links here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, he's, what can I say? He's talented, okay? Um, so, yeah. Uh, she's like, yeah, you basically had time to confront all your past. What do you think about it? So, what, the next episode is going to be super interesting. What did you guys think about Echidona showing up in his trials? Uh, does she, I guess, does she have, like, the power to just show up wherever? Is that, is that her, is that her thing? 
You know, it's like, look at me. I'm in the middle of a field drinking tea. Now I'm in school. <laughs> just, just, I, I, I guess she's like really powerful then if that's the case. That's all I know. Cause we saw her for like, what, two seconds? I have not read the Greed If Wolfclaw. So I'm, I'm not sure what that reference is <clears throat> to. Um, which, by the way, I would love to do a King of Anime podcast talking about uh, Ayamatsu If and Rim If with you guys, because I think you guys would really enjoy that stuff. But you'd have to read it. It's a reading thing. Ah, oh, reading. Yeah. Uh, can't, can't we get the audible version of it? I don't know how to weed. Me neither. I think Mitch maybe has a video. <laughs> video too on those, maybe? I don't know. Mitch, do you have a video on those too? I did a podcast Damn. like like a couple of years back on them. So it's actually the most popular ReZero podcast is the Ayamatsu If podcast. Um, but yeah, uh, we, we, yes, Mitch does. So there you go. Um, All right. That's the audible version I need. There you go. Uh, I also liked Subaru going back and getting dressed up in a school uniform that he's, he, we've, we've, this whole episode was really like a great way to show how much Subaru has developed since season one. Yeah. Cause he's developed quite a bit. Cause he, he goes from being this, this guy who stays in all the time to this, this, I mean the, the hero of the story. <laughs> That's really what he is now. And it's quite fascinating to see how far he's come. And then you still see all these people say, well, it's 3-0, it's an Isekai, so it's terrible and it sucks. Who says that? Oh, so many people. Just because it's an Isekai, it gets that stigma. It's like the Mecha thing. It's like, you say Mecha, it's like a dirty word. Hmm, that's weird. Because, I, I mean, I don't think all Isekais are bad. Just because they're an Isekai. But that's well, just my opinion. Well, some people definitely do hate ReZero just because of that fact, but... Yeah. Ew, you like ReZero? Ew. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> you know what it is? Sword Art Online ruined it for everybody. That's what it is. Yeah. People say that about Shield Hero, too. They're like, ah, Shield Hero sucks. It's an Isekai. I'm like, what? It's decent. I don't understand. I, I want to say, okay. I enjoyed Shield Hero. It's pretty good. We'll probably cover it when Season 2 and 3 comes out. That's right. Uh, so any final thoughts on ReZero Season 2, Episode 4? Yeah. One last thing. Um, right. Were you talking about his develop Subaru's development? I think the reason why he was able to grow like this was because he got Isekai. As he said in the episode, Rem and Amelia and other people in this world... Felix. Look at him. Felix. Priscilla, <laughs> even. Elsa, definitely. Um, they look at him as him himself. They don't look for his father in him or anything like that, since they don't know his father. So he got to be an individual in this world, since nobody knows him. Ironically, so um, yeah, that that's what I took from like how he developed and whatnot. Nice. They should have uh, played that Elen Elena's Morissette album. At the end. God, which one? Or oh, not Giant album, Little Pill? No, it's a great the, album. Ironic. It's from that album. That's well, a great album. 
There you go. Alanis Morissette yeah. actually is actually really good. Yeah, that album alone is fantastic. Ugh. That was my 95. Ugh. <laughs> she, why isn't she in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? She will be. Give her time. I think everybody here just figured out that we're Helenus Morissette fans. Well, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Helenus Morissette's cool. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. I think people also recommend ReZero to people in a way that makes it seem unappealing or generic. People focus too much on the subversion and suffering stuff rather than it being a compelling story. I don't like the anime of Shield Hero personally because it doesn't adapt the MC's character very well from the novel. Wolf Call, that is a, a good thing I keep forgetting about the Shield Hero anime adaptation is he's not a dick. What, what is he in the uh, manga? Manga and uh, light novels, he is like, he's very, he, do, he doesn't even, he trusts nobody. He doesn't even trust Raftalia, who he has complete control over. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, he's, he's an asshole. Like, he does really assholeish things. He, like, makes Raftalia and, and his party do a bunch of really bad stuff. Um, but is, doesn't that still make him a dick then? Yeah, no, yeah, he is well <laughs> in in the in the anime it's not as prominent. Oh, I got you. So you are... he can... Continue. Oh, I was gonna say, so in the anime you mean he was like a dick at the beginning, but then he kinda got all like, Hey, you know, I, I like y'all now. Uh... Including the including the damn full lollies. <laughs> I can't wait for that show to come back so we can hear the full lollies. <laughs> <laughs> um well, uh, I, uh, probably about at the halfway <clears throat> point is probably when he starts to lighten up a bit, but mm -hmm. not by much. QRW6 says, have we forgotten Inuyasha was an Isekai? To add on top nope, of Inuyasha, I haven't. Um, the Visions of Escaflone is another Isekai with mechs in it. So, uh, Mitch says, do you think this trial means Echidona knows Subaru is from Japan? That's a good question. No clue. I I don't even know. Yeah, what? See, she is the the witch agreed. She knows a lot of stuff. So, does she know things that are outside of her world or universe? I mean, no, no that would be crazy. Or does she it, have to gain the knowledge from somebody to to know it? I mean, it's it's possible. It's definitely possible. Yeah, I think everything at this point is to be determined. Mm -hmm. Until next week. Speaking of, oh wait, oh, god damn it, getting ahead of myself. So, what are we giving this episode? <laughs> what we're still doing this? Yeah, I think. All right, I, I guess we're passing. I don't know. I guess we're passing. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah I'll pass. <laughs> I guess. Mm, it's a meh episode, honestly. I just wish it wasn't a fucking isekai. Yeah, damn re zero. Yeah, it needs to be more like that shield hero. That's what it needs to be more like. Yeah, oh, that's a the, good with, anime. With, with the spear hero that gets shot in the balls. Oh man, god damn it! I want shield hero to come back. <laughs> Just for the nut shots. <laughs> it's I, the spear hero, and I'm here to. <laughs> I want to see what fucking. Mind's role is. 
She's gonna be a freaking evil. Uh, you know what she's gonna be? She's, she's gonna, gonna be, be like, like a handlebar rocket. mustache. Vi- yeah. <laughs> I'm going to poison everyone at this party. <laughs> <laughs> she went from being a deceiving person that was so evil and sinister to just. I'm gonna bake this cake, and when they eat it, they're all gonna get food poisoning. That's right. <laughs> oh, how the mighty have fallen! <laughs> yeah, she's when she actually had power, she was you know kind of intimidating. I guess oh, that's why oh. you know, Sasi. What do you what do you think about that? I already, when we were talking about this <laughs> a week, I already told you guys how I feel about it. I. I did not like the fact that Ma was still doing what she was doing at that juncture. I, I don't even understand. I don't even. I don't even understand how she even had the power to even poison them at that point because she would. She lost everything pretty much. But yeah, no. She gave him a bit of her urine. But it was the old, the old etchy donut tea. I mean, she got that poisonous urine. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wolf Claw says the MC4 Shield Hero is extremely paranoid due to what happened. He has a complex around women at the beginning of the story due to his circumstances. But like they made his, felt like they made him less gray as a character because they were worried about how he would be received. I'm pretty sure the superhero has a spinoff story as well. Yeah, the, the yeah. Not superhero, but the superhero. So yeah, yeah, we know this. Let's let's move on to uh, the EA's show. Nafu. I cry. Sad this you. Was, the, this <laughs> was such a fucking depressing, good, great, uh, heartbreaking episode, whatever you want to put it into words. It was just every bit of emotion that was brought with inside of you was just flushed out by the end of this. Yeah. It was just so. Oh, man. Like it, this is it, why I didn't get prom. It stuck with me for the past two days. I should have been happy getting a car from Carvana, <laughs> but I was thinking <laughs> of this show. <laughs> oh. Oh. But I want your guys' thoughts first. Um, well, I guess you know the prom getting canceled and how he's like, I I made a promise that I would save her. I was like, uh-huh. what the fuck? This is. Everything is just so the color palette's even like like more dim and I'm like, what the hell? Just stop it. Stop making me feel. Ah! Stop making me do stuff. Um Can we QRW6 agree that... says oh. before we get to the heartbreak, I wanna say mom's a beast. I was about to say that. Can we say how much uh Yukino's mother is just I don't know, just like not not a Karen, but she's definitely like she, <laughs> she's well set in her ways is a good way of of putting it, I guess. Yeah, she she is. I I think I can't remember what we saw of her in season two. Like I think she just came in to give a drink. She was she and was Yui's really... like mom leave. <laughs> no. Yeah, that was Yui's mom, <laughs> but uh, Yukino's mom. Oh, Yukino! Was... God damn it, <laughs> motherfucker! But yes, see, you're so upset by it. But no, Yukino's mom. We saw her maybe once, and that was when she was in a car, and and uh, she was like, "I'm here to pick you up, Yukino." And um, 
you know, she left right then and there, but she just gave that sort of like bye, but kind of like depressed bye, and then went in the car. Yeah. That it's, was she, it showed up, she showed up one more time when they were in a, they were like in a cafe or maybe in a mall. Uh, it was like Hachiman, Yukino, Yui, I think Yui was, was there too. Haruno and uh, blonde guy, I can't remember his name right now. Yeah. Hayato. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It must have been really short. But yeah, I, I think I remember what you're talking about. But yeah, but this is this is like the first time we actually get like an understanding of why like Yukino is the way that she is and why right. she kind of feels a way about her mother. You're just like, oh, okay. She's that type of person. All right. <laughs> it's it's a very um unfortunate family dynamic that they have. And I couldn't even imagine how like almost suffocating it would be like to be a part of that family in some ways. Cause there's so much, you know, you talk about with, you know, Subaru feeling he has to meet up to Kenichi's expectations. I mean, there's like, there's a whole different set of expectations for this family. And I'm just like, ah, don't even get me involved. Like, I don't even want to, I don't even like, I don't even want to like hear about it. It just makes it feel so suffocating to even be yeah. part of it. Cause like the way this, um, you know, sister was talking about it was just like, Oh God, like, uh, it's like some, some like purity has been taken away from them. That's like how she talked about it. it was like, yeah, I used to have dreams too. Yeah. Well, Hirano, you can tell from the way that she's expressing herself, she's defeated. She probably had the same attitude that Yukino did, but then her mother freaking browbeated her into who she is now. And, you know, Yukino still holding on to that, uh, I guess, rebelliousness against her mother. And she wants to be like, like she wants, for some reason, she still wants to impress her mother for God knows what reason, because I, I don't think people like that, no matter what you do, even if you do stuff on your own, they're never fucking impressed. You know, everything's going to be the way that this is because that's how things are. Right. Yeah. And I just, you know, she's still holding on to that fleeting. I'm going to get the better of you, mother. Just you wait. Yeah. <laughs> While Harano is just like, I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Which is sad. I, I'm just going to talk to you, Hachiman. I'm going to get really close and make you freak out. Yeah, he, he, she did that shit on purpose whenever they were, t she was, he was talking, what, what was it? Yeah, Harano was saying, you know what you guys are? Hachiman just said it flat out. A love triangle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she starts then, laughing. Yeah. And he's like, and he's what? Like, I don't know what's so funny. <laughs> and, and, but that just goes to show you that he understands that they have feelings for him. That he's not blind and stupid by it. Yeah, which is, which is something I actually really enjoy about Hachiman. In, in this, after this episode, was that fact. Because how many times uh, do these light novel romance triangles, <laughs> air quotes, fort slash, maybe also a harem in some ways, how many of these, like, Bunny Girl Senpai, like, how does he not oh. know? Like, how does he oh. not know? <laughs> and granted, he's such a little rascal, that's why. Oh, that darn rascal. <laughs> And he like flirts with all these other girls, and I'm like, oh god damn it, oh, 
Oh, yes, Bunny Girl Senpai is not, is the bad version of whatever this is. Uh, I Yep, absolutely. And Bunny Girl Senpai is okay, but, like, like how many of those those protags, those light novel, etchy light novel protagonist dunce protags, um, to quote Aromanga Sensei, don't know, like, don't don't know that these girls like like him. Like, I feel like at this point, and we would be not oblivious to this at this point, right? So that just that also backs up like some of my like uh, positive criticism I have about Snafu, and that's it's a very realistically done show. If mm-hmm. that like in terms of its writing and, and its feel, yeah. absolutely. I, I think I think with that type of dynamic between the main characters and with mostly Sekai, a lot of series tend to extend their series by having the main character completely oblivious because if you can make them oblivious like that then it's kind of like you have they have to work towards realizing that uh ex ex girl has um feelings for him or whatever but with this series it's like they all know but they don't really acknowledge it for fear of hurting each other and the mm-hmm. fact that their relationship as friends was already established to keep this dynamic realistic and believable. Uh, that just goes to show you like how good the writing is because you know, th- this series is also being extended, but in a different way is, is mm. done because again, they don't, they want, they, they care for each other and they don't really want to reveal what's what they already know for fear of changing their relationship. Uh, you know, Changing their relationship for forever, pretty much. Yeah. Just get off of you. Yeah, it's just. Oh, uh, well, uh... Hachiman should just, <laughs> just marry all three of them. No, you know who he should marry is that freaking vending machine that he fell in oh, love with. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was that's a pretty wholesome part of this episode. How he was so excited for this vending machine, and you were so surprised. And I was so surprised. I was like, what? <laughs> he's never been that excited for anything ever. Yeah. And he's like, he's... like, oh, man, it's like the front is like at the actual can and the back. It has like on the vending machine. It has like the facts like it does on the bottle. That's so <laughs> awesome. And and yeah, let's sure. Let's take a picture together. Yui. Uh, also send me that picture, please. Someone. <laughs> Achina says someone needs to marry Hiroska since say by the end of the season or I'd be mad. That needs I'll to do be it. me. I'll do it. No. Hey, hold on, Tati. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hold on. I Hold think on it now. is me that will take the reins. I don't think you want to do that. <laughs> I think I do. Oh, mm. I don't. You got. Mm. There's more fish in the sea there, Satsuki. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? She smokes. Y'all can have her. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I started to think about that. So. Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, she's a great person. Probably somebody that you know you could definitely talk to because she's open to conversation. But a second she starts doing her chain smoking bit, I'm just like, yeah, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm good, I'm good, you know. Yeah. Just because, could, could you imagine just giving, just kissing on her, and you just taste all that tobacco uh, and yeah, nicotine? No. no, I take it back, Sasuke. You can have her, man. <laughs> you can have her. <laughs> no, it's okay. You know what? Let's flip. Let's flip. Let's, let's, let's flip a coin. Let's no, flip a coin. No, I don't think we flip a coin. It's like passing the peas in the re-zero episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. 
Well, at the end, they both like all end up eating those peas. So yeah, do we I think all so. end up with four at some point. Well, what are you trying to say? <laughs> oh my goodness! We're, we're, we're all gonna pass. Pass <laughs> around. Gonna stay around. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh fuck. fuck! We've just been canceled. All right, listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. let's uh. Well, uh continue Satsuki. let's get no. off of the subject it was just one thing i noticed uh when c was talking about the vending machine scene oh. subaru what subaru fuck hachiman made a call back to the ova of aroha with the yay pose because yeah. they took a picture together and she made him do the pose and oh, at that right. time he didn't he didn't say anything he just he just posed for the picture mm-hmm. so I think that's where that came from. Yeah, that's right. I I completely forgotten about that, but that's that is right. They were playing what ping pong and like going out to eat somewhere or whatever. Yeah, I remember that. Peace, peace. <laughs> wasn't that with? They played ping pong in the Aroha OVA too. Did they play it in the series? No, no. That's no. that's the that's the OVA. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Mitch says choo choo, and I'm I'm just not. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that, anyways. Uh... Oh. You have uh... gotten us canceled. This is supposed to be a sad episode. Look <laughs> what you did. Yo, guys, I'll be right back. I'm gonna delete my channel. Okay. Well, while we're <laughs> while while we're being deleted. <laughs> um, I'm trying to. Make sure I cover all bases. Uh, I guess back um, back to the whole prom possibly being canceled. It, it, don't you just hate it when a few people have to ruin it for the majority? You know, like uh, yes, monetization uh, on YouTube. A few a few people decide that the prom wasn't like student prop proper like act becoming of a student or like it was just like fucking prom. non. Yeah, it's, where everybody it's, gets it, drunk. Of course, it's exactly. Not. Who cares? It's where, they have, it's where they have babies. You know, this is prom. Yeah. You know, this her is... dreams are crushed. <clears throat> and she's just like, we have to listen to their voices because if we don't, we're gonna make it's like fuck their voices. You know, uh, <laughs> the ones that say that they weren't that they 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 hated the prom weren't even gonna go there to begin exactly. with. Exactly. It's it's like it, the whole thing with the console wars thing. It's like hating on both sides. It's like. Bitch, you were gonna buy one console anyways. Stop complaining. Yeah, you could put it towards anything, but yeah. I'm just so sick and tired of having to hear, you know, listen to the the few that have to ruin it for the many. That's why we can't have nice things in this world. Yeah, but that's something completely different <laughs> that I'll save for another. Earrings. That's right. I want my golden earrings <laughs> or onion rings, whatever comes first. Yeah, yeah. I'll. I'll... I'll take either at this point. <laughs> Probably the food. I'll just pr- I'll take the food. <laughs> well, shall we talk about the epic scene? I think there's a scene to talk about before that. Honestly, did I miss one? Let me see. This well, <laughs> IKEA I'm... where it's Ike. <laughs> <laughs> that was a revolutionary scene. Yes, <laughs> changed the game. <laughs> changed the game of shonen. I was like. It says Ike, and it's the same colors, and it's the same uh, 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 like fonts and everything. 
but instead of Ikea, it's Ike. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen what an Ikea looks like, by the way. Like a store? I know about Ikea, but I'm never Come to Arizona, you'll see one. You'll see one. They're really fun. Yeah, I, I know about it. I know what's inside of it. I've never seen the outside of it. So when you when you send a message of like what does this remind you of and I'm like Best Buy I fuck I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly IKEA. It's so like, great. Whoa, that's IKEA. They have freaking bomb ass cinnamon rolls in there. Man, they have a food court inside a furniture store. Hey, gotta go to IKEA sometime. I guess. Yeah, if you want some nice furniture. Get yourself some. Go to IKEA if you want some nice furniture. They got some bomb ass cinnamon rolls too. Whoa, 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 Sassy! Don't say placement. no to Perry here. I'll give Boy. Yui a hug. Oh, I wanted to give her a hug after seeing what that. Uh, Sasuke said that um that there was another scene or another yeah. moment. Yeah. Um. It well, it it'll lead into the Yui moment, but it was the moment where Yukino basically refused to help Apachimon because she wanted to do things oh, yeah, on her own. That's, that's right. And it was kind of like you you can see her visibly shaken up by the event because they kept focusing on her hands and she's clenching her fist basically. Um, but it it also becomes a question of like, I think that's why Hiroska was hesitant to give. Hachiman the information of what's going on with the prom because there isn't really a right answer because Haruno said that you know not meddling and respecting the, the wishes of your friends is what you're supposed to do but then too if you kind of realize this is they need help sometimes you would need to meddle just because they tell you to do something doesn't necessarily mean it's the right thing to do right uh, so I think that dilemma was an interesting thing and again that goes into the UA moment. Ah yeah. Yeah. I personally I don't know about y'all, but when I personally saw the scene for the first time, it was <laughs> it was early in the morning, my girl was still asleep. And here I am. I I I you know, when you watch a show for like God seven years can't believe it's been seven years. And then when you see this moment and then you just see just the pain and the anguish in their eyes. But it seemed like everything was fine. She's like, oh, you know, just girls do this all the time. And even Hachiman was just like, are you sure I could walk you home if you're all right? And it was just like really interesting because Hachiman starts walking after, you know, he gets the call, says he's going back to school, turns around to see if she's still there. And then he decides to start running. And then, uh, you know, Yui's just right around the corner, just crying her eyes out. And I'm going to admit that got me. <laughs> that really got me. I I was so heartbroken with that because, like, you follow these characters through this journey uh, of finding themselves in life. And, oh, that had to have hurt. Not just, yeah. I mean, for her, but just, I'm just seeing, I was like, so, like, kind of like what Perry said, someone give her a hug. I really... <laughs> I really felt for this character and that was just so well done by yeah, yeah. by the studio and the writing just the, the direction everything was perfect in this episode yeah uh what got me was once again it's the writing 
for it's what she said specifically. Oh. Where she was like. I had it written down. Yeah, she was. She said something <laughs> like, "Uh, like, uh, if if I kept crying, like he would have, he wouldn't have went. He would have stayed." Yeah. And I was like. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. She's. I have it right here. She's like, if I were crying, he he wouldn't have left. I can't be a girl that people feel sorry for because then he'd just come back to save me again. Oh, and then she would just kept like describing why why she couldn't do things, um, and why she's you know basically understands why Yukino does what she does. Oh, but then the last part <laughs> was just really like when you see her just just full on looking up towards the sky with tears down her face. Now and forever, my tears won't stop. And then just I wish my tears hadn't stopped. Then basically contradicting everything that she had said because though she did that, she didn't in her heart she didn't want to do that. She wanted to do those things. Oh, <laughs> I say Yui just. Fucking plant a kiss on him and say, you're mine. Do it. That's what I say. Ruin it. Just ruin everything. Who cares? I mean, I think we're past the point of no return at by this point. I mean, she's... How, how is she even going to come back to that situation? You know, like, could you... Things would be just so awkward because, you know, she's probably going to be, like, upset the whole time she's there. I mean, yeah, it is true. At this point, at this point, it's Yukino or Bust. Oh, no. It's Yukino. Totsuka. Uh, or Totsuka. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's going to be Totsuka. Yeah, I mean, there's still a compelling argument out there to be made for Totsuka. And I'm actually kind of furious it hasn't been made more. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to end up, he's going to be ending up with him. You know, that's just, <laughs> that's just, that's just what it is. Oh, yes. It needs to happen. It's, it's the one true ship. It's the one everybody wants. <laughs> you knew this was going to happen. <laughs> the worst feeling is knowing your ship is over. <laughs> How and do I we get Perry show... on this podcast? Please, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> <laughs> he he sounds like a terrible person. He is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if you're serious or not. I I, I do want to say uh, with Yui, I think this episode called back to what we saw before, where she said that she didn't want something genuine, or yep. she, yeah, because um, basically what I see is like what something genuine is. It's like everybody gets to let out their true feelings. But I think this episode basically showed that she kind of sees where Hachiman is leaning to, leaning to. So since it's not in her favor, it's not. It's like she she didn't really want the real thing because in the end she wanted to end up with Hachiman, and it does not seem like it's going in that direction from what we can see. So yeah, <sighs> so sad. Yeah. But you know what? I'll I'll take the bullet for you guys. I'll take her. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll take that bullet. I'll gladly take that bullet a couple times. Three or four, maybe. Twelve. A couple right. dozen. 
now, <laughs> now, now, when you say bullet, are you referring to Yui herself or what? I'll be taking no further questions at this time. <laughs> also, one more thing. I don't know who Hachiman was was referring to because he was thinking this and not actually saying it. But he said a line that said, I'm, re- I'm looking at the screenshot now. He said, just how you didn't say anything about leaving a school. So is Hiratsuka leaving a school? I think that's what that is. Because whenever they were in the middle of uh, of the conversation about the school prom, you know, Har- Harano kind of like talks to Hiratsuka sensei about something. And it's like, oh, wait, 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 don't talk about that. And I'm thinking that that's what it is. That that she's leaving, and also maybe uh, back when it was probably back in the other episode where she had the key and was talking about Bird leaving the nest. Maybe that's what she's referring to. Maybe she's talking about her actually leaving and and not being able to be a part of their lives anymore. Yeah, that that's that's. I think that's what it is, and yeah, I agree. It, it was. <laughs> It was just very sudden. I had to go back and go, wait, did I just read that right? <laughs> Let me go back. And that's what I'm getting from it is that she's leaving. Like she's maybe going to be quitting after this uh, school year, I guess. Well, well, that's just another telltale that this series is, as it, the name in the cl- indicates, it's in its climax. It is ending. I couldn't yeah. really see. I couldn't really like see how everything was going to play out last episode, but this episode really amped up the progression. So it's starting to be a little more clear now. And it's only episode four. <laughs> we got eight more episodes to go. Just eight, yeah. more, eight more ways to break my heart. My achy, breaky heart. I just don't, don't think it would understand. Think you understand. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, jokes. So, do you guys think that Yukino is going to end up resenting Hachiman for attempting to help with the prom, or what's going to happen with that? No, I I don't think so. In my mind, in front of like other people, maybe she'll she'll feel that way. But her deep down inside though she's never been very vocal with how she feels (laughs) either. I think she appreciates it. I think she would, to be honest. Uh, Because she she was making the same look about how she wanted to do this by herself. It was the exact same look in season two when she told Hachiman, you don't have to come to the club anymore. So it was basically just kind of like a... Please come to the club more. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm saying this because I... I'm saying it, but I don't want you to actually do it. Listen, these it's, are words I have to say. <laughs> I don't mean that's them. The, right, and I think that's what it is, in my honest opinion. I could be wrong, but that's what I think. Sometimes you need a little help from your friends. Oh my gosh, you just me quoting music all the time. <laughs> that's all I do, man. I do. It <laughs> Ain't all no the time lie, baby. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I think she's going to definitely well, let's say initially she's going to 
not like Hachiman's interference because I genuinely mm-hmm. think that she wants to o- overcome this issue by yeah. herself. Because she even said in this episode, uh, she made a comment like, uh, if I keep relying on you, I'll gradually become useless, something like that. That's right, yeah. So she really feels like getting outside help is going to make her lesser of a person. So the fact that she's already told Hachiman this and he, he's not respecting her wishes, but maybe he is respecting what she needs. She's going to have issues with that. It'll, it'll probably work out in the end, but I definitely think the next two episodes, we're going to see Hachiman get an earful from Yukino and others. Yeah, I think so too. But you know what will help her? Just give her a few cats and a few little panda bears and she'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. <laughs> that seems to be her weakness. You know, she just starts going, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Talking to cats. And then if she likes the little panda bear looking thing, which to me looks ugly as hell. <laughs> she just was like, I w- what was it, the name of it? Like Mr. Panda or something? Yeah, it was something like Mr. that. Mr. Pan Pan? I don't know. Something very but yeah, Yeah, I, I definitely think that that that's it we're probably going to get another very emotional emotional scene coming up next uh next week which i'm so looking forward to and if my girlfriend asks me why are you crying again i'm gonna be like this is such a great show <laughs> this is a great show go back to sleep oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you speak of the cats too i just thought about this but you can uh yui had the dog filter thing like the snapchat yeah thing. When she took the picture with Yui, and I think that's just like a good visual representation of her because she's more, she has the more dog-like characteristics as opposed to Yukino, who is more of a cat person, you know, more of a loner, things like that, just like uh, how Hachiman is for the most part. Yui needs lots of care and attention. Yukino is very low maintenance. Yeah, that was that's a very good description. That's yeah, I never. Never noticed that, but that's that is so uh, that is so true. All right, now we need <sighs> now we need fan art. Of show. What, no, no, we don't need fan art. You know what they're gonna do? You know what they're gonna do? Uh, well, they're gonna do the choo choo choo, and now <laughs> we're gonna have to get canceled again. They're they're they've already done the choo choo choo, <laughs> like like at least enough to to go around the world twice at this point. <laughs> So, that's true. And, and they left a trail so you can follow it too. We're going to hell. <laughs> hell in a handbasket too. Uh, well, I guess that's. Yeah, you, people, you know, people say ReZero's, you know, about suffering and stuff, but this show, I think it may also be about suffering. I mean,. It's the suffering in the most relatable way ever. We've picked the yeah. the two most violent shows this season. <laughs> <laughs> At least most depressing. <laughs> oh. oh god. So what are we giving this? Oh you should, come on, we're passing we're pass <laughs> We're You know what? I don't think I wanna say it. <laughs> oh, you know no. what? You know what, yo yo, I'm 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 <laughs> Are you okay? 
passing this like Miss Horoska Sensei? Oh, no. <laughs> oh. oh no. Oh no. She didn't deserve that. She just smokes. That's it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry. I I couldn't help myself. It was in my mind, and I was seriously going back and forth to like if I wanted to say it or not. And I'm like, fuck it, I'll say it. I'm gonna leave people in suspense. Oh. If I don't. Oh lord. We just got canceled. Yep. Yeah. If you if this if this channel doesn't get a thousand subscribers, it's you can put it all on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, by the way, this channel, uh, we're working on getting Bento, 1,000 subscribers. If you're watching this on the VOD on YouTube, go head over to the Bento. It's really great. Uh, speaking of which, this podcast is available on most major podcasting platforms like the Spotify or on whatever the fuck Breaker is, Radio Public, Anchor.fm. I don't know like three of those things, but I know Spotify. And let me tell you something, Michelle Obama. Let me tell you something. We know that you got a podcast that just premiered. Well, guess what? We got a podcast that's going to destroy your podcast. It's called the <laughs> King of Anime Podcast. So Michelle Obama Podcast and Michelle Obama, you best watch out because we're coming for you. And that's we're right. going to overtake you in the Spotify rankings and... The first week, guarantee you. I guarantee you, we're, we've already done it. We're not even. This episode isn't even on Spotify yet. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Michelle I Obama, do, you're done. I do not condone. I do not condone. <laughs> <laughs> are we? Are we on a title or title? What? What? What is it called? It's. I think it's title. On a title. Maybe. I don't know. It'll be in the description on the on the C Tactics channel when it goes live there. Uh, so, with that being said, next week as well, we'll be talking about uh, ping pong the animation with Nakama Club. Uh, something to look Woo-woo. forward to. And uh, EA, where can they find you? You can find me at Everything Animated, my YouTube channel. I do a weekly podcast with. Uh, tactics and of course rising sun reviews on rent a girlfriend <laughs> they are very interesting to say the least my goal by the end of this year is to get to a thousand subs i've been saying that for once i got back on the train to start making videos again and i i hope to get there right now i'm currently at 357 subscribers if y'all are new give me some love I'll show you some love right back. Oh. But in in a way that a man and another man love each other. All right. <laughs> I look forward to it. All right. Um, as for me, you guys can find me on my main channel, Satsuki the Savage. Second channel, Satsuki Reactor, where I do live reactions on ReZero and JoJo, kind of. <laughs> um, but yeah. That's pretty much it. Michelle Obama, Joe <laughs> Rogan. We're going to meet in the octagon on this, on, in this center stage on Spotify. 
and and can I'm gonna I... knock you guys out first round. Could I be the ref? That's yes. Yeah, are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on. <laughs> Dana White. You don't have set a podcast, but set it up. And if you have a Ugh. podcast too, Dana White, you're done. You're done. Undisputed champions of Spotify right here, baby. That's right. Yeah. See, see you guys next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Later.